Well, hey, pals. Here we are again. I'm Kristen. And I'm Mandy. And we are sitting here with our good friend who happens to have a lot of um, audiovisual technological prowess better than us and is pretty much our spine when it comes to figuring out how to <laughs> actually make a podcast happen. We have our pal Pablo. I guess you could say we would not be here without you. Absolutely. And I, the same <laughs> without you. <laughs> you are my Elmer's glue. Oh my God. <laughs> we are Dr. Seuss today with the rhymes. I thought you were going to say you're our Elmer Fudd. <laughs> oh, I mean, Depends sometimes, on the day. <laughs> sometimes it feels that way. Elmer Fudd. I haven't heard that one in a while. So oh we know, gosh. as our listeners, you're going to enjoy getting to hear from Pablo, because he's got lots of stories, cool life, and he's a people person, huge extrovert. Probably the biggest one I've ever met. Big old, <laughs> big old Enneagram too. Captain of the hugging team. <laughs> Yo. All that. I'm making t-shirts. Can I be your co-captain? Absolutely. Yes. We'll start a coaching club. Yes. Coach people on up, how to hug. The hug coaches. Yes. Hug mm-hmm. coaches. How to do a proper hug now without that, being too much, you know? You know I was going to say, we, we, we could tow a fine line there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Friend hugs. Yeah. We Rated can do that. G. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so we came here kind of without a plan. And we just, that. yeah, I, that's uh, the story of Mandy and I are we have ideas <laughs> and then we fly by the seat of our pants to accomplish them. Sometimes we plan brunch five minutes before we get to the location. True. And book a table on open table. Mm-hmm. And Wander around hey, for an hour. Buy a whole new outfit. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> exactly. You know? Somebody's got to do it. Did you buy an outfit? She the did. The entire outfit that I'm wearing right Within now. the hour of church ending to when we actually had our brunch because it took us 30 minutes to decide where we were going to go. Where did you change? She went and bought a whole new outfit. My car. Oh. <laughs> She's like, I'm thankful for the tinted windows. <laughs> hey, that's what they're there for. You know? All right. Enough about us. Amongst other things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Amongst. <laughs> to hide the mess in my backseat. Right. What were you thinking? Okay. Just, just cut that out. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> just cut it out. The, the outfit part. So, oh Pablo. Gosh. Amanda. Okay, so Pablo calls me Amanda. That oh, was yeah, my yeah, first yeah. real name, but Sorry. everybody else calls me Mandy. Yeah, her name is Mandy, but I did one time use her debit card for something. I forget what it was, and I saw Amanda on there, and I was like... Oh my gosh! I was like, I felt like I met you for the first time. Some then. people, some people, it's years until they find out that my name's Amanda. What your mother said it to me one time, and she goes, "Here, this is for Amanda's something." And I go, "Huh?" What she started? Goes, what started Mandy? I was always born. I was always Mandy. This is not about me. You, see, you like how I did that there, huh? Usually, gosh. I'm the guy asking gosh. The questions. That's true. This is what All right, so you've got two therapists in the room facing you. Good luck, buddy. Here we go. Yeah. She's like, "There's." T- Two can t- takes three to tango, okay? Yeah, my nicknames can be a nugget. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. I have a lot of them. Same with mine, Miguel. We'll talk about Miguel. that later. Okay. Fair enough. Okay, ask yeah. me questions. Okay, well, where, where yeah. are you from? Who are you? What's your name? My name is Pablo Farnan. I am originally from a little town called Metuchen, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. It is in central New Jersey, but most people don't who are from New Jersey will not admit there's a central New Jersey. They say you're either from North Jersey or South Jersey, but the problem is this is literally smack dab in the middle, so I don't really know what to say, but it's in the center of New Jersey. Uh, And I moved to Pennsylvania when I was like 10 years old because my parents wanted to 
uh, have more space and kind of be away from like the rush of things. It was very busy in New Jersey, so and it's only gotten busier. So Pennsylvania was kind of our little homestead. Moved to Bangor, Pennsylvania when I was 10 and never really left until I got married. Haven't looked back since. Haven't looked back since. Bangor <laughs> is, I mean, let me tell you, Bangor is a spot. You can hear the banjos as you get closer. <laughs> Just kidding. It's pretty. It's out in the sticks. Pretty green. Know. Yeah, it's out there. But it's cool. I love it. I love the farmland and, you know, cornfields. Is, is and it stuff. technically in the Poconos? Uh, it's right on the bottom. So, mm-hmm. yes, the Poconos. Mm-hmm. The people are familiar this, but... with Pocono Mountains. Generally. Yeah, Pocono Mountains out in Pennsylvania. Great skiing spot if you're, I don't know who's listening to this. But, yeah, it's, it's yeah, in the <laughs> Poconos. Back Mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, okay. Shawnee, all that. It's all <laughs> great spot up there. But, yeah, technically it's on, I don't really know, actually. It's the bottom of the Pocono. No, I don't think it actually is the Poconos. I think it's the literally the top. It's like on the cusp. Of the Lehigh Valley, it's considered. Mm-hmm. Okay. But basically, yes. When people were like, where is it? I'm like, it's basically the Poconos. Like out the edge of the Lehigh Valley, though. Like, I didn't realize how big the valley was. I, I know. Because you think it's just like Allentown, Bethlehem, mm-hmm. where we're from. But it's up there. So anyway. Allentown, Bethlehem, Easton, and beyond. And beyond. But who am I? I mean, oh my goodness. I've been through a lot of different things. I used to be in a band years ago. I used to tour and do all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in what kind of band? That's the important part. Oh my gosh. There was no singing. Ska. No. Ska. <laughs> Love Ska, by the way. That's a lost art form right there. Yeah. It is, yeah. Um, yeah, no. We were a heavy band. There was no singing. It was all screaming. It was big, big, heavy stuff. Thank but it was fun. You had long hair. Yeah. Huh? Thank you for clarifying Oh, sure, sure, sure. Because, personal opinion, screaming is not singing. But some people no. consider screamo bands. Oh, the singer. No, they're the... Screamer. Like, literally yeah, a screamer. Like, I would agree. It's It's... It was a heavy, it was a heavy thing, but it was super fun. I really enjoyed it and I loved playing. That was a fun, fun time in life. Like you don't get to always do that. So touring was a really cool experience. And this was after you graduated high school because you did not go to college. You did for seven sorry, days. Right. No, yeah, you're right. So I did, no, sorry. I actually started the band in high school. Oh, okay. And we were touring like, I remember we were like all getting our licenses and like parents were still driving us to shows and then it wow. started to get serious. And then uh-huh. that's when like one of us turned 18 and we were like, finally, we can go tour ourselves. So we used to go out and play <laughs> like every weekend and do all that. But yes, uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Yes, yes, yes. Wait, what did you say? College. College. Yes, college. Yeah, was interesting. I went for seven days. <laughs> I'm glad you like knew that. She knows <laughs> the back thing. Seven days. Uh, I went to Northampton Community College, and I remember it was so interesting. I remember my uh, guidance counselor always told me he was like, "You need to get it. Go to school. You need to get a job. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to do anything, or you won't make mm. it anywhere, or whatever." And I like believe that at first, but um, thankfully. When I was coming out of high school into college, and this is where like the things get <laughs> juicy, if you will, um, I was in New York City visiting my cousin, and we were. This is where like yeah, this is an interesting part of my life. In New York City, visiting my cousin, I wanted to have dinner with him. I haven't seen him in a while, so we were getting dinner, and he was like, "Meet me at my hotel where I work." He's like a waiter there, so I was like, "Sure." So I went to the hotel lobby, and I met with him, and then two guys walked in when I was waiting and they were waiting for somebody too. And I was sitting and there was like only one couch or wherever we were. So I was just like, Oh, you guys need a seat. So I moved over to like the armchair and they sat on the couch and they were like, yeah, we're waiting. I said, great. So I just said, Hey, how you doing? Like, nice to meet you. Whatever. Like I treat anybody else. Mm -hmm. And an hour later, they, whoever they were waiting for was late. My guy was late. And like, we just were there for an hour talking and little did I know they'd become like my business mentors in life. These two brothers, they were in their forties at the time. Now they're in their Mm fifties and I've known them for 10 years and they've absolutely changed my life. So, uh, name is Patrick and Mike. They are originally from Altoona, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Um, but little did I know these guys were insanely successful 
ended up living with them for two years, which was mm. awesome. They taught me everything. So <laughs> that's when I was like, ah, I think I'm not going to go to college for seven. Like yeah. seven days I went to college and like well, ha- hanging out with them got like my classes got in the way. So I ended up just like stopping my um, college stuff and I went to kind of basically live with them. Not literally, but generally yeah. like I slept over there all the time and it was What crazy. was your, like what was your... For in Northampton, what were you like studying? Business, quote unquote, business stuff. So just stuff. like kind of a general, like I'm supposed to do this, so I'm gonna go do it. Kind of, yeah. But I was then like, you just clearly didn't really want to. No, but then the idea of like, oh wow, these guys are actually doing it. Mm-hmm. My professor isn't. Yeah. And so I was like, hmm. Let me go. Yeah. yeah. I just was not that nothing against them. I just mm-hmm. was like, these guys are out there actually doing it, and they like were like, hey, if you're willing to learn, we'll teach you. Mm-hmm. So I was like. Okay, mm-hmm. what are we doing? Selling drugs? Like, I don't, what do you guys do? Like, I don't even know. <laughs> Teach me what exactly? Yeah, like these guys are wearing like forty thousand dollars, you know, Rolexes. I was like, what the heck are they doing? Um, and yeah, just come to find out, they happen to be the number one senior VPs in the world for what they were doing oh. for the business they were in mm-hmm. for twenty years straight. So they just knew what they were doing, and thankfully, you know, they liked me and we became friends. And I've been like learning from them ever since for the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. So it's been really cool to no- get to know them. And then that's what started my whole like business stuff. At 19, I started my first business with them. Um, and I kind of never really looked back. And then after that, I, uh, I'm trying to think just to bring us to present day here. I love video. So that's kind of what I currently do is I do video production. And I love um, owning a video production company now. But um, they, when I worked with them, they have a specific business that they do. And they were like, Pablo, why don't you start? Or no, I told them I love video. So they're like, great, start a business. And I'm like, how the heck do you do that? Like you mm. say that, like that's just like. Yeah, well, just do it. It's fine. Slapping Nutella on a piece of toast. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, how do you, you know? And they're like, <laughs> no, this is like, you just start a business. And I was like, how do you do that? They're like, find somebody who's doing it and learn from them. So found someone locally, a good friend of mine, who uh, started his own video production company. And I worked for him for free. Mm. And that's what they told me to do, work for free. And I was like, what do you mean work for free? They're like, Pablo, you're 21. You have no one to feed. Work for free. You'll be fine. So I said, okay. So I worked for free. Started working there five years later. You didn't work for free the whole time. No, no, no. Sorry. Yes. Worked for free. Five years? No, about three months in, he was like, it's kind of weird that you're here every day and you're just working and not paying. You like want to work here? And I was like, sure. So that's clearly what they meant. They knew that. Yes. That would eventually happen. It's a very organic connection for sure. Very much so. So that was cool. So I started working there for four to five years. And then fast forward to now, I have my own video production company um, that I thought was going to be like a little freelance thing. And it's like a full-blown business now, which is Mm kind of crazy. Um, Grateful. And then uh, I also do like real estate with my dad. Mm -hmm. Um, Residential right now, commercial in the future. And then uh, I have another online business now that is with those guys, Pat mm-hmm. and Mike. And they help me and I work with them on Zoom calls and we I just connect business owners with them and people in the real estate space and I do all that. And that's kind of like my fun little like extrovert business. <laughs> I feel like it's just, just phone get calls. I to talk to people. <laughs> I seriously do. It's like I'm literally calling people all the time. It's just fun to catch up with people and, mm-hmm. and I'm really grateful for them. And they, um, they also mentor me now too, which is kind of like cool. So I'm learning a lot from them about how to like to make money but also how to save money and how to help people and how to you know mm-hmm. and they taught me everything i mean my goodness how to say leave a voicemail how to look somebody in the eye when you talk to them things that like you know college doesn't really yeah well maybe they would but you know what i mean people that are really doing it so mm-hmm. so that's currently right now i think i play music there's a lot of other things <laughs> you still play music on our worship team with us <clears throat> yeah i do play a few things you Kinda have like, lots of tattoos I do have a lot of tattoos. Mm-hmm. I like them. I hate getting them, but I like them. 
it's not necessarily a pleasant experience, but it's no, temporary. They all hurt. People yeah. are get try and get very like you know tough about it. Mm-mm. They're like, no, it didn't hurt that bad. Fun fact: amongst all of us, we all have tattoos. Yeah, we do. We all mm-hmm. have multiple tattoos. We do. This is true. Yes. Love tattoos. I like the way they look and the story they hold and all that stuff. So it's cool. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's cup of tea, but mm-hmm. it's you ours. do love drinking tea. I do love tea. <laughs> Why I do love, you love tea? Uh, because I'm Irish. Oh my gosh, no way. <laughs> oh With a name like no, Pablo Farnan. Before we go any further, okay. I want everybody to think about what they think Pablo looks like. Not that it matters, because <laughs> it's wrong. Yeah, I would 100% what, agree. Whatever you're thinking of I am. is a heavily tattooed Irish man. You're wrong. It is not Conor McGregor. His name is Pablo. <laughs> I am not that shredded. <laughs> I don't think any actual human is. Yeah, I know. He gets paid a lot of money to look like that. Not human. No, that's what a boy. Yeah, no, I um, yeah, I am very weird. I, so, like, so yes, thank you for bringing that up. So, I am Irish. My dad was born in Dublin, Ireland. Uh, I'm also Guatemalan. My mom was born in Guatemala City, Guatemala. And mom came here when she was 14 to America. My dad came to America when he was 23. Almost died on the plane on the way over here. He had shrimp, and he's allergic to shrimp, actually, on that plane ride. And they had nothing yeah. on the plane. Okay. Okay, let's talk Years about ago. shrimp on a plane and why. Yeah. It was, on, it was like meal. on his salad, like little oh, shavings or whatever. Wow. And he like what? broke out and almost died on so the So he didn't know that's... he was allergic? He knew, but like oh, he didn't know that that. It was that, shrimp. Right. It just was like on his salad and it was just like little shavings of it. Can like we talk about top. why an airplane thinks it's safe to serve seafood? Yeah. Uh, I was just on a plane a week or two ago in Dallas or whatever, and they offered me a shrimp something salad or whatever. And I was like, that's I'll crazy. Take a, an egg salad. So. That's crazy. Hmm. It's phenomenal. Shout out American Airlines. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Shameless plug. <laughs> Support our podcast. <laughs> Please join our Patreon membership. <laughs> Sponsor us. Sponsor us. No, I'm just kidding. No, yeah. Um, but that's yeah. a good point about allergens on a plane. It's true. It's scary. Yeah, that was a crazy story. But he made it. He just like stayed in the bathroom, putting water on himself, oh, cold wow. water and, and all the hives, and he made it, you know. So <laughs> he was like six hours later, he flew, and they were like, we're going to get a doctor right there. He was like, I'm already done. Yeah, yeah. we're good. It's <laughs> course. Thankfully, it didn't kill me. So um, anyway, hilarious. Oh. Not hilarious, but funny now. Um, so anyway, dad's Irish, mom's Guatemalan, uh, met in New York City, the two of them, in 91. Got married in 92, I think, and then had me in 94, mm-hmm. January of 94. So I'm 28 years old, Irish and Guatemalan. And You're our little brother. <laughs> nah. You're actually our big brother. <laughs> I'm going to say, like, no. Little big brother. We're, like, the same oh. age. It, it feels like, I know what you mean, though. Yeah, I'm, like, a little younger. But, you know, it does yeah. feel like we're all kind of, you know. We're all the same. Big old family here. But, yeah, it's um, it's interesting because here's the funny thing about being Irish is, like, I'm Irish. So I go to Ireland and I look, you know, not, not Irish. Irish. Mm-hmm. But I go to Guatemala and don't I'm look Guatemalan. Massive. <laughs> like, I'm not even, like, I'm not skinny, but I'm not, like, fat, you know what I mean? In the mm-hmm. sense of, like, they just look at me, and like, all my cousins are always like, wow. And they look up at me, and they're like, you are huge. Like, you're just, because everyone, Mayan Indians are small little people. Mm. So they're four and a half feet, five feet, legit, like, wow. that small. So I get up, Your and dad's I'm. dad's not super tall either. No, 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 but my cousins in Ireland are oh, huge. Okay. So uh, Robert and Richard, my two cousins in Ireland, both played professionally for Ireland rugby. Oh. Um, his Robert's thigh is <laughs> Dude, the that's size. where you're going with this hand motion. Yep. His thigh is the size of his mom's waist. Like a dinner plate. Wow. Like a, and she's skinny, but still, like, just massive men. So I feel like if I was, like, if my mom was, like, European or something like that, I'd probably be, like, a giant. 45 six, tall. Five. Yeah, something six, crazy. Six. 
but I think the the shortness of Guatemalan family mixed <laughs> brought with you down a little Irish, bit. It's like I'm just right down the middle, six foot. A mutt. Clean. Yeah. <laughs> just a clean six oh my foot. Gosh. That's so mean. Not a mutt necessarily. There's more people that are mutts than more than me. I'm just we like, all are. Yeah. I'm just two sure. things. I'm Irish and Guatemalan in New Jersey. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what a mix of fiery personalities, man. Dude, for real, it's true. I don't represent either of them well, though. I was gonna say, yeah, you're I think so you do. like, I mean, not, I'm not gonna say mellow, but like, yeah, I don't know. Do you, like, have you ever had a temper? Uh, if you think about Irish, Guatemalan, and Jersey, yeah, yeah, like no, there's really. serious road rage potential. It's there. super true. Yeah, completely agree. No, but my I also dad. Feel like Irish people are chill. Irish people are happy people generally. Mm. You get your mean ones, of course, but like, you know, like anywhere else. But like, I think my dad's super chill. Mm. Like my dad's the kind of dad that like, if I broke my arm growing up, he'd be like, Pablo, you know, I'm rolling on the ground. He'd be like, it could be worse. You know, it could be worse. And I'm like, yeah, let's not talk right. about that right now. It's <laughs> urgent care. He's like I'm talking to me through it. Like, yeah, seriously. So he's super chill. Um, but it's interesting. I don't know. But I love both my backgrounds. Like I think it's really good. Guatemala is mm-hmm. an amazing country. It's super cool. It's a little dangerous, you know, with like the gangs and stuff because of all the drugs that come through to come mm-hmm. to America. But but it is beautiful. Volcanoes are super cool. So I've been there a few times. And then Ireland is just beautiful. Your mom has a fiery side. For sure. Mom is, yeah. Yeah, my mom, yeah, my mom has a lot going on. But yeah, long story short, my mom has, is more of like the, uh, you know, I guess you could say the extrovert in a way, and she she wants to be like you know she's Spanish. She wants to be in your face. She's passionate. She's you know, a lot, there's a lot to her, and she she would have more of a temper than my dad. My dad's more of just like a so mellow, mm-hmm. and I think I lean more towards my dad's side. But like if I do get angry, which it's happened a few times in my life, I'd say which isn't very often, but here and there, mm-hmm. you know, just the right buttons are being pushed yeah. and for long enough. Um, I can't yeah like anybody else. Mm-hmm. I have the end of a rope Everyone too. Everyone has a, great, so. a breaking point. For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't happen very often. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty like, especially when things like, when life like hits the fan generally, like I do have my moments, but generally speaking, like if I was put in a situation and I had to like protect, provide, be stable, mm-hmm. like if my wife or something like got into a car accident, like Ugh. I don't freak out. I just do what I have to do. Yeah. yeah. And take care of it mm-hmm. and I don't and then afterwards I might process like whoa what just happened like, mm-hmm. but like in the moment I'm like mm-hmm. stable you know so so I'm curious oh. as a first generation sure American right how were holidays um that's a good question as far as like food like I think like typical Thanksgiving oh. meal oh my goodness like what would you eat on Thanksgiving the most delicious collection of things I'm sure honest. yeah my mom's an amazing cook always has been so like you know Spanish stuff, but at the same time, well, that's a great question. Yeah, I don't know. It, it varies. Like, say, so for example, on the Irish side of things, like Patty's Day is an important day for us. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I mean, both countries don't have Thanksgiving. No, no. But they, then, like, they, they, not really. Yeah, not really. No. My mom's an amazing cook. New Year's, like, New Year's is really important for Guatemalans, for Spanish people, and you have like uh, different these like little things called like tamales or whatever. So you'd have them with like hot chocolate and that's like a very like traditional thing. My mom would make like traditional Guatemalan bre- or breakfasts mm. all the time. Those are really good with just like eggs and like refried beans and stuff. It's super tasty. And then the Irish side, yeah, my, my, my dad's made like, my mom would make it too, like soda bread, Irish soda bread, mm. Irish traditional breakfasts, bangers and mash, all this stuff. So it's interesting. Like I'm used to all that, but tea. Anyway, that's back to the whole thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why, why do you like tea? Why I like tea. Love Irish tea. So I'll have tea, Irish tea all the time. Barry's Irish tea. Shout out. No, just kidding. <laughs> Sponsor us. <laughs> Sponsor us. <laughs> just kidding. Shameless plug. <laughs> Dude, Barry's is good. So I love Irish tea. I have it just the way my grandma made it for me when I was growing up. And how is that? 
Uh, so it's just, you know, the tea bag, <laughs> hot water. <laughs> um, and then uh, Irish people love it with like a lot of cream and a lot of sugar. So, really? Yeah. It's just nice and creamy and sugary. Mm-hmm. It's real good. So I love that. So I'll have that often. Try to have less a little sugar nowadays. Gotta watch, watch the, the calories. Watch the waistline. Although, unfortunately, getting the summer bod ready. Easier and easier to see. Dude, I don't have a summer bod. <laughs> my summer bod is my winter I've bod. Got like a, <laughs> I've got that like slight dad bod going on, you know? It's great. But it's cool, man. Everybody likes a nice cushiony hug. No problem Hugs with that. Totally. You don't want like a big old muscly guy. You know, they look good, but then you touch them and it's like, ugh, you're like a brick. You know, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta have some little. The moral of the story you are a one of a kind. Absolutely. I are. have not met me anywhere. I would agree with that. I just, least. I'm just a weird, like, mix. You're not weird. Mix. You're just one of a kind. One of a kind. Weirdly enough. Yeah, it feels that way. One of a kind. But I'm happy about but it. But we're you know? super grateful. Ah, thanks, mm-hmm. thanks, thanks. I'm grateful for you guys. Yeah, I don't know. I'm happy to be alive, you know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. The biggest hearted, oh best gosh. hugging, mm-hmm. extroverted. Is it making you uncomfortable? No, no. Compliments, compliments, Musician. Compliments. Amazing videographer. Nah, thanks. Man. Great friend. Everyone's gonna love you. Yeah, it's one of those things where if you keep speaking truth, you can't you can't be embarrassed by the truth. That's who you are. Yeah, I yeah no I I I appreciate that. I don't know. I feel like God's given me a lot of gifts, and I mm-hmm. want to be able to like use them for Him and use it for the people around me. And I love business, so that's like something I want to like. I feel like God's given me the ability to love people and have relationships. So like mm-hmm. anytime I do, I have like, like I love being a businessman in a way, weirdly enough. I don't look like one. Like sometimes I can, I'm like kind of heavily tattooed and whatever. But I love business because I love people. And, mm-hmm. and I, something my mentor always told me is like, Pablo, it doesn't matter what you're doing, what you're selling, what you're offering, services, none of that matters. You're in the people business always. Well, and that's what I think in... Like, I'm obviously not, like, business America sure, at sure, all sure. either. That's no, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's one thing that business misses is the human mm-hmm. interaction part totally. is a lot of people, if you're up this high in business, you're no longer working with people. You're working with numbers. You're working with yes. items. You're mm-hmm. working with industry. You're not working with the actual human interface. Totally. And that's such a cool mixture that you have that you, mm-hmm. you're in the business of people that you just happen to be selling or manufacturing or creating or sure, sure, collaborating sure. with something material but that's not the important part the important part is the relationship and the conversation anytime i sit with a new client i always say to them i'm always like i'm here for the relationship not the transaction Mm. and like i feel like if you bring value like like i try to bring value to any relationship any Mm -hmm. transaction any business whatever um if you provide value somebody will pay for it Mm -hmm. for whatever it is so my hope is to do that for people and and uh, it's so interesting too as a christian sure in business Mm that dynamic because there's so many misconceptions about how Christians should live. Sure. And there's obviously some, obviously the Bible tells us ways we should and things we should do, but being a Christian and a believer in business where you're with a lot of non-believers, absolutely. mm, There's a huge impact and a huge way that you can be a part of people's lives in a way that they would never experience as a business owner, as a like with another business, somebody else Mm -hmm. that they might interact with or, Mm -hmm talk to or have to pay and I agree I yeah I just I love people yeah like I love people and I just love risk and I feel like I've always said this like the only reason I want to make a lot of money is just because I want to help a lot of people Mm -hmm. and I feel like if I can just do that like that's not the only way to help people you can help people with your time and help people with your you know anything but research yeah right 
absolutely. Wisdom. But I just feel like I love business. Like I look at it as, as this big game, and I want to see how well I can play the game. And maybe I'm going to suck sometimes, but maybe I might do something kind of mm-hmm. that's cool. I don't know. And I just feel like you know I've been blessed with these mentors and these people that I came across, and it just seems to be like the trajectory of what's happening. But it's not for me. It's just for people around me and for the Lord, really, at the end of the mm-hmm. day. So. So I don't know. It's weird, man. I just want to be like this heavily tattooed business guy that's Irish and Guatemalan. <laughs> and drinks some tea. And drinks tea. <laughs> tea time. Too much ask? No, it's me. No. Okay. Tea time. Yeah, tea Speaking time. Speaking of golf. Chick-fil-A. Shut up. <laughs> sponsor us. <laughs> Anytime I bring anything up, like sponsor us. Hashtag sponsor. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, you have this really unique, like... Um, I guess, position, you know, speaking of playing a game, like you have a unique position where you're an unexpected personality because you're such a great human and because you're so open to talking to everybody else. And Mm. um, in business, just being able to say, oh, that businessman walks like Jesus is probably something never said. Yeah. But saying, oh, Mm. this this is a businessman who, who is being so genuine in his work and that will maybe open some other doors. I appreciate that. Yeah, what's kind of interesting, I have never marketed myself to this day. Mm-hmm. And somehow the business has grown and people either refer me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I genuinely, like all my clients feel like friends. You know, mm-hmm. like at, this, at the end of the day, it's a business and like, you know, I need to be paid and like, I, you know, I need to give you something worth the money and all the things. Mm-hmm. But um, but I genuinely feel like whenever I enter a new like cl- client thing or a contract or whatever we do doesn't you know whatever um it just feels like i'm like gaining a friend and that i mm. you know i can bring something to you and then obviously like naturally like when you pay you know when you receive something that you pay for it or whatever but i don't know it just it always comes down to just like people a lot of kids sometimes will ask me like oh like how'd you start a business and how do you do this and i'm just like i don't know i'm just loved people and i feel like i get paid to make friends it's like what i almost yeah. say that i feel like i do that but mm. i don't know and then I, I love video too. There's lots of to it. Mm-hmm. And, but I also want to be a landlord. Like there's a landlord thing. Then I want to be a landlord that like I want to love my tenants and like mm-hmm. you know like obviously there's like fairness and being just and being like you know obviously pay to live where you're living. But like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like if you need help or if you're having a struggling, like talk to me. Like I want to be mm-hmm. someone that loves people. It doesn't matter what my position is. Like because I've, I've hear you hear just horror stories of business owners that are mm-hmm. jerks or mm-hmm. people that get fire people because of no reason or mm-hmm. landlords that are the worst. Like. Business rips and... you off. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I want to just be super fair and super just and like just like, you know, I want to be this like really heavily tattooed business guy that's <laughs> like, well, if you mugged me, I'm taking you out to dinner. <laughs> You're not do- like if someone mugged me, I'd be like, mm-hmm. we're not doing this. What do yeah. you need? You need food? Mm-hmm. What do you need? Let's go get food. Like, yeah. I, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to. What's the point here? You're let's, not gonna... let's talk it out. You're not taking me down. <laughs> I'll take you out though. <laughs> No, not in that way. I got the bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think too with you, Pablo, you are so genuine. Mm-hmm. And so you're very approachable. Sure. So mm-hmm. you're kind of magnetic for a lot of people. They tend to just like you because you are genuinely always happy In the, for the most part. You're always sure. like pleasant and easy to talk to. You care about people. You get to know them and you love really well. So you're just like a kind, souled human that God gave you as a one-of-a-kind <laughs> blend of Irish and Guatemalan. A little spice. <laughs> a little spice. We'll call you cinnamon. 
<laughs> I love cinnamon. Uh, and Auntie Anne's, where are you? Are you listening? Auntie Anne's! Sponsor us. <laughs> cinnamon sugar nugget. This is like such a business episode. <laughs> Anytime I land anywhere, every for whatever reason, every airport has Auntie Anne's and I get that it little does. bucket with the cinnamon bites. So good. Oof, Man. My arteries are feeling it, but so I love it. As mo- of, what am I saying? Oh my gosh. Along with also everything about you, you're a huge foodie and know the best spots and the places to get Ah, great food. Love food, man. And everywhere I go with Pablo, I walk in, they're like, hey, Pablo, how's it going? (laughs) Everywhere you go, somebody knows Pablo. I just love it. It is. I love making friends because it's such a fun like way to share Jesus with people. Mm -hmm. You have no idea how many people have become a client just by me saying hello. Yeah. Mm. Like, or mm-hmm. I found my business mentors that way. Those guys, exactly. I just treated them like anyone else. Like, hey, how you doing? What's your name? Where are you from? What do you do? You treated like, them like normal people. Totally. And they were extremely wealthy. Yeah, they happened first to be. First for American standards in a way. Totally, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. And like, you just were like, hey, what's up? Yeah. And they had the openness and the ability sure. and the personalities to say, hey, let's take on this mentee. Let's help to nurture sure. this young mm-hmm. potential business owner. That's what they said to me. They yeah. were like, wow, you're 19. And they're like, we like your, you know, how you are and your personality. You know, oh. are, you, are you willing to learn? And I was like, Absolutely. I'm broke as hell and I don't want to go to college. So whatever you, whatever you got. Pablo at 19 had a lot more of his wits about him than Kristen at 19. Let's be honest. Honestly, than Mandy at 30. Oh, <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. And, so, and like, it's so interesting because I've met them and yeah. they are like, I don't know anything about them. So I was just like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. And like, it might be weird for them. Like, mm. and so I feel like even with, sure. with Pablo, like people meet him and they're like oh my gosh Pablo and then it's like wow this is so cool and like sometimes it's just like it's Pablo mm-hmm. and that's what I strive for <laughs> it's just me like I always you're tell just people a person. <laughs> you're just like everybody else you're just one of a kind I tell people all the time I'm like man I'm so average I would scare you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just you know a normal guy that you know, is not afraid of opportunity and not afraid to like, you know, try and like, mm-hmm. I love risk. I just love it. Like calculated risk. Don't, you know. I was going to say, you said this is the second time you've said you love risk, love risk. now, but I don't see you as reckless. Not like, reckless. We jumped out of planes and you're like, I'm going to keep my feet yeah, on the yeah, ground. Yeah. For sure. For sure. But like, I'm <laughs> Not okay. like adrenaline risk, no, no, but no, like no. business like related. Business but. related. Yeah. Like it takes money to make money. So like, mm. I'm okay with like purchasing something that yeah. may cost a lot of money, but like, I know it'll make me this in return or whatever. Mm. Like that kind of stuff. I love that. Or like spending, you know, I'll, I'll. I don't know if that's risk, but like I'll, I'll like go out of my way to like do something for free for a client maybe. Yeah, that and is a risk. That'll, yeah. you know, I know that will pay me in return mm-hmm. later if I provide that. or. Totally, yeah. for mm-hmm. sure. So ooh, I just ooh, I've got one. What's that? <gasps> one of my favorite things is that you love disc golf. I yes. love disc and golf. And nobody that you disc golf with knows what you do. No, they don't. So is At not, all? Not yet. I, well, actually, that just changed today. Oh, uh One of them uh-oh. started coming to church. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, oh, yay, yay. Oh, not, yeah, oh no. no. Oh, yay. Uh, sorry. <laughs> we, this sorry. is after conversations about You're boundaries. Welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Please just come this <laughs> Come hang out. No, it's, it's true. No, I, it's a great point. So disc golf for me, yeah, like long story short with that. Like during COVID, I loved playing, like before COVID, even now, I still like playing ball golf, regular golf, but disc golf, I picked up during COVID because they were open. You can't close parks. You know? Yeah. Still open. So I would go play and I started taking it way too seriously. I love it now. Now it's my like actual, like any business owners listening to this, having some sort of a hobby mm-hmm. for your mental health and just sanity is so good. So that's like my thing. I mm-hmm. go out, I work out and stuff, but like that's my main like Disc mental golf. relaxation. Today so, that came oh, no. in too because we didn't even know until maybe yesterday 
Mandy goes, Pablo might be disc golfing. I was like, respect. Like, that is <laughs> that it. is your thing. Like if totally. you need to do that, totally. that and that will affect your mental health, go do it. Absolutely. Spend time in nature. Throw some things around. I would be tra- traipsing through the trees because it would go the opposite direction I wanted to. <laughs> climbing trees yeah no hey then i always go the way i threw it too you know so but it's 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 you know it's just something i love to do but i do love um that those guys don't know me do you intentionally have parts of your life that are kind of cordoned off from others in order to protect your professional boundaries Mm. or did that just kind of happen to be the case because they're so different i tend to I'm not very private in that way. Like I'll, I'll, I'm pretty open. Like if, you know, if you talk to me, I'll probably tell you what I do. Like I'll probably invite you in my house. Like I'll probably, you know, cause I'm not scared of anybody really. I don't think like, you know, I'm pretty independent in that way. But like I, I'm learning though, you're, I know what you mean. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I'm learning that you have to have boundaries. Interesting uh, mm-hmm. topic of discussion. I, I think that you know, as I'm starting to like get to know more people and I'm starting to get busier and I'm starting like tech, cause technically like when I think about it, I forget this often, but like I technically like I own three businesses, which mm-hmm. is really weird to say that I'm starting to have people that work for me. That's super weird for me, which is crazy, but that's happening. I tend to find my, cause I genuinely care. So I tend to find myself asking a lot of questions of others mm-hmm. that sometimes like the conversation never really wraps around to me, mm-hmm. which in most cases, it's totally fine. That's why I feel like I have like a close knit like group of friends that like I can talk about my stuff, which I learned. I've I've been learning specifically these past few months. I actually need mm-hmm. I'm learning that, which is great to have. So I'm learning that I need to do that. I need to speak up more for myself. Proud but, of you. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> I thank you. Counselor. We're here for you. <laughs> I need proud that. of you. I, I'm proud of you. Thanks. Thanks. I need it. I need to do that. So I'm, but I, but that doesn't take away from my love for listening to others. Right. Yeah. I just, I'm You even tried to direct this conversation away from yourself initially. Dude, I do it all the time. The first thing you did was ask us both questions. We're like, wait, 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 back to you. Yeah. Well, because. my nickname conversation. Yeah. But anyway, all that to say, I don't know. I just love asking people questions and it's weird when people ask me questions. Sometimes I'm like, whoa, I don't feel like this is kind of almost weird in a way for Mm -hmm. me to just like talk about me, but. I think God gave me a story that I need to start sharing more here and there too. So, mm-hmm. I think God actually is just getting started, in mm. my humble opinion. Oh, I appreciate that. I would agree, <clears throat> in a way, because I am like, I feel like I'm all upside down right now, turned around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Life is crazy. It's the busiest I've ever been. I'm traveling mm-hmm. more than I ever have. Um, and I don't really know. I feel like this just started, this whole like, mm-hmm. like I've been, I think God's been preparing me mm-hmm. for the past like 10 years with these guys to get me to now. And I, uh, I don't know. I'm like, here you feel, are. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just like getting the seatbelt on. I'm like, <laughs> buckle up, buckle up. I'm like on the tarmac, like waiting. To... <laughs> it's gonna be a rocky road. <laughs> always, <laughs> you are fired. <laughs> I would argue that she just got hired. 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 Sponsor me. <laughs> no problem. Anyway, uh, more to come with Pablo. Absolutely. Always here. And he's the, the voice in the background. Yeah. I will be the voice in the background. I'll be editing everything. I'll be stringing us up. Stringing you up <laughs> with the microphones. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Thank you. Yes. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for hanging. We'll see you next time. Or we'll hear you. Hear next you time. next oh, time. Yeah. Okay. S- sponsor us. Okay, bye. Yeah, sp- <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs>